What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Uh, definitely some very interesting moves going on in the market as inflation continues to rise. Uh, but there's something that I really want to talk about in this episode that I feel like is kind of the elephant in the room as far as the stock market is concerned, and that is stagflation. Uh, so stagflation is just going crazy currently in the market, and I feel like it's something that a lot of institutions aren't really talking about, but it is a reality that I think is here. I think the market is currently experiencing stagflation, uh, but for you all who may be new to investing and not know what stagflation is, um, or if you hear people you know, giving false information out there about, oh, it's not stagflation, um, let me break down what that actually is. So stagflation uh, in its simplest terms is characterized by slow economic growth and relatively high unemployment uh, or stagnation, uh, which at the same time accomplished uh, or accompanied by rising prices, i.e. inflation. Stagflation can be alternatively defined as a period of inflation combined with decline of the gross domestic product or GDP. So, uh, stagflation refers to uh, an economy that is experiencing a simultaneous increase in inflation uh, and stagnation of economic output. Uh, stagflation was first recognized during the 1970s uh, when many developers or many developing economies uh, experienced rapid inflation and high unemployment as a result of an oil shock. Uh, the prevailing economic theory uh, at the time could not easily explain how stagflation could occur, uh, but we know uh, that it is a thing. Uh, since 1970, rising price levels uh, during the period of slow or negative economic growth have become somewhat uh, the norm rather than an exponential situation. Uh, so, you know, basically, uh, it is something that, you know, we're starting to see now. Um, in the current market, um, and then there's some theories uh, kind of behind that. Uh, but there is, you know, something that you want to consider uh, things like stagflation versus inflation, um, and a couple of stagflation theories. Uh, so, uh, because the historical onset of stagflation represents uh, the demise of dominant economic theories. Of that time, economists since then have put forth several arguments as to how stagflation occurs or how uh, to redefine the terms of existing theories to explain it. Uh, so first, their oil prices. Uh, the theories state that stagflation is caused when sudden increase the cost of oil reduces an econ economy's productive uh, capacity. In October of 1973, the Organization of Petroleum Exporting uh, countries, or OPEC for short, um, issued an embargo uh, against Western countries. This caused the global price of oil to raise dramatically, therefore increasing the cost of goods and contributing to a rise in unemployment. Because transportation costs rose, production, uh, producing products uh, and Getting them to shelves became more expensive and prices rose uh, even as people were laid off. Critics of the theory point 
out that the sudden oil price shock uh, like those in the 1970s did not occur in connection with any of the simultaneous uh, periods of inflation and recession that have occurred since then. Uh, so basically, it was uh, a situation uh, similar to what's going through now, uh, but I think the stagflation that we're currently in is kind of a combination or a perfect storm of a lot of different situations. Uh, so next, uh, one theory is uh, on how stagflation occurs is due to poor economic policies. Uh, another theory is that the uh, confluence of stagflation and inflation are results of poorly made economic policy. So harsh regulation of markets, goods, and labor in the otherwise inflationary environment are cited as possible causes of stagflation. Uh, some point out that former President Richard Nixon's policies, which may have held or may have led to the recession of 1970, uh, are a possible uh, precursor to uh, the period of stagflation. Uh, during that time, Nixon put tariffs on imports and froze wages as prices uh, for 90 days to prevent prices from rising. The sudden economic shock of oil shortages and rapid acceleration of the prices once the controls were relaxed led to economic chaos. Uh, while <clears throat> appealing like the previous theory, uh, this is an ad, ad hoc explanation of the stagflation of the 1970s, which uh, does not explain the uh, simultaneous rise in prices and unemployment uh, that the accompanied subsequent recession up the present. So, um, so up to the present, uh, this is not uh, the similar situation, um, but there are some parallels between uh, what happened during, uh, you know, Nixon's uh, presidency uh, to what's going on today, uh, during today's time. Then lastly, um, talking about the gold standard, this was one of the things also under uh, President Nixon's uh, presidency uh, that helped to cause stagflation. So another theory points out uh, to monetary factors that also play a role in stagflation. Nixon removed the last indirect vestige, uh, vestiges of the gold standard and brought down the Bretton Woods system uh, of the inflation finance. Uh, this removed uh, commodity backing for the currency and put the U.S. dollar and most other world currencies on a fiat-based basis ever since then, uh, ending most uh, practical uh, constraints on monetary expansion and currency devaluation. So... Each one of these situations, poor economic policies, uh, oil prices, and gold standard are kind of similar things that we're going through now in our current economic situation. So, you know, there's the rise of cryptocurrencies, uh, which people may or may not be investing in uh, currently, but definitely is a reality uh, as a uh, financial uh, vessel that people have been using for capital. There's also oil prices that are uh, going pretty crazy. Um, there are natural gas shortages um, that are happening globally. Uh, there are power shortages that are happening globally as well. Uh, there are supply chain issues uh, also uh, mixed in with some uh, what some people may be calling poor economic policies uh, that have been instituted. Um, there definitely is a new normal uh, backed from uh, you know the pandemic that broke out um, earlier uh, last year. And so, you know, there are a lot of different policies that came after that. Uh, there were funds that were given out um, in the form of stimulus checks 
there were different uh, buy-ups of different goods, commodities. Um, and so a lot of these things combined, uh, I believe, are you know helping to aid the current stagflation um, that we're currently in. But you may be saying, okay, you've explained stagflation um, and its causes. You know, why is this such a bad thing? Uh, stagfla stagflation uh, is a contradiction as slow economic growth would likely lead to an increase of unemployment, uh, but should not result in rising prices. Uh, this is why the phenomenon is considered bad, because you have unemployment increases as well as prices increase, uh, which it should be uh, the inverses of each other. Uh, if you track a uh, runaway inflation uh, that means that what money consumers do have is losing value as time goes by. There is less money to spend and the value of the money is on the decline. So that means not only do you have people who are making less money, the value of that money that they do have is going down. So, you know, not only are wages being cut or, you know, people losing their job, the price of the goods that they normally would have gotten with their jobs are starting to go up. And so that's what kind of creates this phenomenon. These are things that we're starting to see, uh, you know, that are caused by a lot of different circumstances, you know, oil prices, shipping uh, holdups, um, and just other things of that nature. <clears throat> so uh, with all that being said, let's jump into one of the major uh, things that's causing, you know, this stagflation, uh, and this is the shipping crisis. Uh, so the vast network of ports, uh, container vessels, and trucking companies that move goods around the world is badly tangled, uh, and the cost of shipping is skyrocketing. Uh, this is a troubling news uh, for people who are ready to get uh, started with their holiday shopping. Uh, more than 18 months into the pandemic, uh, this disruption of the global supply chain is starting to worsen, um, which is causing uh, shortages of consumer products and making the other ones that are available more expensive. Uh, unresolved snags and the emergence of the new problems, including Delta variant, um, mean that shoppers are starting to face higher prices with fewer choices during this holiday season. Companies such as Adidas, uh, Crocs and Hasbro have already given warnings of their distribution uh, holdups and prepare uh, for a crucial period uh, coming up for this holiday season. Uh, so those are definitely uh, some companies to look at for. Uh, Hasbro is ticker sign HAS, Crocs is ticker sign CROX, and Adidas is ticker sign ADDDF. So uh, those are definitely some key players to look at. Um, the latest obstacle is China, where the terminal uh, at Ningbo uh, Zhaozhen port, south of the Shanghai, um, or south of Shanghai, has been shut down since August 11th, uh, after dock workers tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, so, major internal shipping lines, uh, including um, Merzerk uh, and Hag Hapgag Lloyd, um, and CMACGM have adjusted schedules um, to avoid the port uh, and warning their customer delays. Uh, so Hapag Lloyd, uh, ticker sign HPGLY, and Mazurk, which is ticker sign AMKBY. Those are two to look out for uh, as far as shipping is concerned. I don't know if those are international stocks or if those are 
Uh, I would assume they're Chinese stocks. So those are some to definitely uh, consider looking at. So uh, there's tons of congestion uh, with the ports. Um, and so that's something to consider as well as we, uh, as Americans, import uh, so uh, many products uh, from other companies. And so it's just basically saying retailers are uh, experiencing these losses and they're ready to uh, deal with them as time goes on. So uh, definitely very interesting overall. Um, and so I think that will uh, affect the holiday season. Uh, and so as prices go up um, and people are starting to, uh, you know, lose these jobs or leaving the jobs and the unemployment numbers start to increase, <clears throat> this will lead to uh, inevitably uh, the increase of stagflation. And so one thing that I'm also uh, that I also think I'm going to start seeing um, is going to lead to. Um, aggressive shoppers. So in that sense, I think a lot of people are probably going to, those who do have, may be storing up a lot more or buying more products to potentially flip. Uh, you've seen that with the uh, PS5s that had a shortage due to the chip shortage uh, and people, you know, buying those and reselling them for, you know, exponentially higher than what the actual price is of them. Uh, but, you know, you could even potentially start to see this with goods like Apple products, which uh, are seem to be um, the major household uh, good. And a lot of people buy Apple products for uh, others. So, you know, if there starts to become a shortage of those products, uh, which, you know, maybe the new uh, MacBooks, the uh, iPads and things of that nature, uh, you may see uh, a whole new flipping market begin where people are just buying excess and then starting to flip those uh, for higher prices. So that may be something uh, that, you know, has always been around for the holiday season. Uh, you know, there's always been people who flip products, but I feel like uh, especially with these delays and bottlenecks, you may see it um, at an all time high now. Uh, especially considering uh, the prices are already going to be high due to inflation. And then you're going to have people who need the money. Uh, and so they're going to be like, okay, I'm just going to invest into this product and I'm going to flip it. So uh, that's something to look out for uh, price gouging uh, during the holiday season as well. So um, this is, you know, all of this is why I think stagflation is bad um, and why it's the elephant in the room. So a lot of people are not really talking about stagflation, uh, but as far as in uh, just fu fundamental economic um, vessel, I think stagflation is something to consider um, and, you know, you could prepare accordingly. So if you're an investor, uh, which some people are uh, who listen to the channel, you could definitely benefit by, you know, looking at some shipping companies, also looking at some crypto plays. Uh, crypto is definitely, uh, you know, the gold standard part of that that's starting to, um, you know, shape up. A lot of people are jumping into crypto. That may be a way to um, hedge some risks. But that's a whole learning curve uh, getting into crypto itself. Um, and then, you know, there are other things where, you know, just saving money um, and, you know, doing budgets, just basic budgets to see where your money is going uh, so that you can afford uh, some of these higher prices getting into uh, this holiday season. So good luck to everybody out there trading. Hope this video helped uh, or if this podcast helped you. I uh, hope you all are able to lock in uh, some profits uh, this week uh, with some of the names. Uh, also, make sure you look out for some of those shortages if you're getting into your Christmas or holiday shopping uh, here soon. 
make sure you look at some early plays uh, before products do run out. So good luck to you all, and see you guys next time. Peace.